Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Be careful what you wish for. It may come true. So I'm going to be talking about how we strive for more on a daily basis. It may be it's in human nature, maybe it's hardwired in a, in a, a group of, of people. But when, we, when we've always wanted, whatever we've always wanted is not enough, that is when we're in big, big trouble because it drives us, it drives us to put ourselves in a state of panic of stress. Now, this panic isn't necessarily conscious. In fact, at a conscious level, you might be really enjoying it, loving it, striving for more. You know, how you've got that picture of, the, of that Lamborghini that you want or whatever it is that you've seen people faking on Instagram and you're kind of inspired by that maybe and you want that. Or, you know, this idea that we've just got to keep pushing forward and wanting, wanting more. And there's this insidious form of stress. In fact, in some ways, it's just the addictive chemical hormone dopamine. And I wrote about this in Manage the Mist in, back in 2013 when I was kind of reviewing what happened in 2008. This addiction to wanting to make more and more to the point where values and everything else goes out the window because it's just you become blinded by it. And we start to forget all the important things in our life. It just, it just happens at such an insidious nature. So one thing I've learned, one thing I've learned, and don't, by the way, don't get me wrong. I like driving a nice car. I like wearing nice clothes. I like having a nice home. I feel blessed. I'm very lucky. I'm fortunate. I've worked hard for it. But the thing I've learned the most is, it is the people in our lives that matter. And how I show up for them is what my legacy will be. That's what I'm striving for. I want more out of me for them. And I don't always fulfill that. I don't always fulfill that. Sometimes I, I let myself down, which means I let others down. And so for me, it's not about, right, I can work harder and harder and harder so I can buy ourselves a, an even nicer car or a bigger house or wear even more expensive clothes because that will be great for my image. No one remembers that. No one remembers that as a, as a legacy. What people remember is, is you and how you show up for them. You know, and I've probably said this a, a lot of times. People don't remember what you do or what you said. They remember how you made them feel. That's what counts. That's what people remember. And that is your legacy. So I urge you to get clear about who you are, how you want to show up, and how you want people to see you. Because that's the key here. And then make fulfilling others' lives your purpose and your drive and your determination. Because materialism, materialistic things, just obsessing about that is seductive. It's addictive. It just pushes us to want more and more and more. And it's not healthy. And it's not necessarily how you want to be remembered. I don't believe that is the legacy you want. I don't think anyone looks back and says, wow, you know, do you remember how cool he was because of the cars he drove or, or the clothes he wore? No, they'll, they'll talk about 
the way you made them feel and the way you showed up and the way you connected with people through your leadership, whether that's professionally and personally, at home and and at work. So be careful what you wish for and what you strive for. It may come true and you may learn to regret it. So thank you for tuning in and listening into that. If you like what I'm sharing, follow it on, on iTunes, podcast on iTunes, Scale Without Burnout, and obviously subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can pick this up. I'm now going to share some insights and questions from people. Got some great questions from people. So Claire Nixon shared a question with me and I've got some really good insights as well today. She's saying, I'm wondering how can we stop burnout in others when we are working virtually? So talking about, I guess, you know, what COVID has triggered working virtually now, some people are deciding to stay that way and not go back to the office. And the usual signs are going to be harder to spot. How do we manage this as a manager? So first of all, I don't think it's solely the manager's responsibility. I think it's the collective. So whether that's in the workplace or virtually, for me, it's the collective. It's how people spot these things and look out for these things. So whether people are becoming more grouchy, maybe their performance is dropping off, maybe they're been a bit snappy, maybe they're stopping wanting to, to be sociable, so how do we do that that virtually? Well, in essence, it's the same thing. It's more about prevention rather than cure. So people will get stressed and tired and that's just part of working hard and living life. It's tough, it's hard. We are you know, not always thriving. So, so we have to accept that. But as a, as a manager, as a, as a leadership group, as a business, there are things we need to be doing consistently. And that's acknowledging good work daily. You know, even you know, people say to me, but what if they're just not doing what I expect them to do? Well, that's your benchmark. Think about where, what they are doing. Find, find the stuff that they are doing well and acknowledge it. Acknowledge it daily. They need to be acknowledged daily. So you need to be able to find a way to measure that. Secondly, we should be teaching something new every week. We, should, we talk about this on the Team Head Coach Leadership Program. We should be teaching something new every single week. And, and thirdly, we should be giving our people a mentoring session at least once a month. And I mean, a sitting down 30 minutes without any agenda, just talking through their goals or objectives, both professionally and personally. And I believe if you, if you acknowledge good work daily, if you teach something new every week and bring your team together and learn something new every week that's related to the business, and you sit down with your people once, once a month, or you've got a, you know, a leadership team that's doing that, then it's more prevention rather than cure. And these kind of challenges, these conversations, these concerns will come up in those mentoring conversations. Now, of course, whilst there is acknowledging stuff, good stuff every day, we also want to be able to give opportunities to learn, to develop. And there also there is a time and a place to give people feedback, which is what I'm not alluding to right now, which is direct feedback, where they've done something that isn't aligned to the values. So that, that is something to consider. If you do that consistently, acknowledge daily, teach something new weekly, mental monthly, you will prevent it and any of those concerns will come up. So great question. Thank you, Claire. And, and I think it's a challenge for a lot of people that are transitioning um, into a more virtual world or deciding not to go back to the office and, and run virtual teams. So I've got a big one here from Stephen Clark, who's given an insight. So I'm going to read this, read this to you. When it comes to burnout and scaling your business, he says there's no easy fix to burnout. Too many people are wired differently with varying degrees of background noise. 
he says, in my experience, where I've seen owners, CEOs lose focus because they are stressed, there's always something, sales, money, staff, et cetera, et cetera. They tend to end up doing things the wrong way, purely from risk of burnout. I myself, this is Stephen Clark saying, who was a, a FD and now CEO of an exciting techie outfit, I still get irked from a result of work delays or my colleagues not working to levels, timescales or priorities that I work or expect them to. So I have found for me, Stephen saying, a touch of Zen helps. Nothing too deep or profound, he says. Just taking a step back and viewing reality as it is. It is one, we have one shot at life. That, that resonates with me. We have one shot at life. And that usually makes me realize nothing is bad as it seems. To help me with this, it's about creating some thinking time, alone time. This is very important to me, but at the right time, i.e. not at bedtime, you'll never get to sleep. So alone time for Stephen, cycling is his thing. And a few hours on the bike, he gets clarity and exercise at the same time. Take some time out. It does help. Absolutely, Simon. I mean, you're literally describing the 10 daily habits that we talk about on the on the Four Keys workshop. By the way, the Four Keys workshop is been launched again it is running go to fourkeysworkshop.com sign up you will love it if you're a business owner a business leader a founder you will find it very very empowering and it's completely free it's completely free so sign up fourkeysworkshop.com thank you stephen clark for that that was awesome sonel hoosier i hope i said said that right she says just start running and focus on your health and self stop chasing the money and start living life very nice, like it. Uh, and Hannah Drummond says, do something that you have to do with something that you find relaxing. So I think she's talking about multitasking here. If you need to go for a walk, but make an important phone call, combine the two and make the walk and the, and the call together. Makes sense. So thank you very much. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Sonal. And thank you, Hannah, for sharing that. I hope you found today's talk useful and insightful. I, I love your messages. I love your questions. So always, you know, DM me on LinkedIn, send me a message, and I will share your question, your insight. It's inspiring. It helps others level up and find that balance in their life so they can scale their business, sharp as the best possible leader they can. So thank you very much for that. And Forky's Workshop, go to the Forky's Workshop. Also, if you're feeling a bit lethargic, a bit fatigued, if things aren't kind of working out for you, I have a quiz that takes three minutes. Go to fourkeysquiz.com, complete the quiz. You'll get some information, PDF, a report of where you can focus on your strengths and, and weaknesses, and you'll find it insightful. So that'll be useful for you as well. Again, it's all free. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining me today, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com. 